This is your pilot speaking is recorded live at bars around Portland, Oregon. It can get NC-17 real quick, so in other words, no babies allowed. Well, bananas. Shit. And you're like, bye. Ice cream. I, w- I had a great idea right there for a second, and now it's all gone. I have no idea why I said bananas and ice cream, but now I, I really get- want bananas and ice cream. So that's happening, Morgan. Actually, that's not Sundays. true. I hate bananas. Um, banana splits? No, I'm a weird, weird guy. I only like green bananas. I know. Do you know what? I don't like. Okay. Our, so I guess what I should say I is I just like, like plantains. I don't. I <laughs> Sorry, don't like world. bananas that are like. I, I like them that are very, 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 very ripe. Um, like if they start getting yellow and brownish or whatever, it's, it, they taste weird. I can't do it. I can't like. I, I think it has something to do with like u- uniformity and being like oddly invested in colors as a child, mm-hmm. and seeing one that was black and yellow and being like, it's different. Kill it. <laughs> And my mom would be like, that goes in banana bread. And then I would eat banana bread and be like, that's terrible also. <laughs> so I love it. I love it. Oh, um, but no. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. And our notes are now soaked in water. So that's great. This is a mess. Hi, welcome to This Is Your Pilot Speaking. My name is Jeremy. I'm, of course, your adorable little pilot. We are joined once again by my beautiful co-pilot, Morgan. Morgan, say hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Um, you know, we... Jeremy and I do talk about like uh, some of our content. We beforehand, beforehand. But you know, what's really funny is we had a list. We sat down with that list, and then the list disappeared. And he goes, "We need to start over." And mind you, that night we were like, "Yes, yes, 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 yeah. yes." And then he goes, "I lost it." And I'm, I'm pretty like, sure it's in one of the podcasts where it's like we tried really hard to find it and then just failed miserably. Well, and mind you, I felt bad though because I thought I was the last person with it. Sure. Because I knew that you were doing some writing, but I thought sure. like. I was I was the the person in charge of holding on to it, but apparently I don't. You know, but, but regardless, we Jeremy, found it. Jeremy found it. Um, it was in my pants the whole time. As we're both looking in our, our our shirt or jack pockets, you know, jack pockets. Wow, that's a different thing. Jackets that you pockets. keep to yourself. <laughs> but anyways, so tonight we were gonna we were gonna talk about the list, and we we're gonna like think of what is our episode gonna be about. And I'm sitting in there, and I had read some stuff about Stephen King. And all I could think of about Stephen King was that I absolutely am a huge fan. Yeah. Like, I, he is so inspiring to me. There's there's so many things that he has done with his career that just... That was a great payoff, by the I way. Love. That really long, long way for just... <laughs> he's so... Wait, that was because the car. <laughs> no, he's great. That's awesome. I thought you were just having a stroke for no, a second, I, I, but that's I, cool. You know what's really funny is he doesn't edit out those pauses. <laughs> I don't. You know, because I was, there was cars in there. Come I'm going to keep that in there. Um, so we actually took the liberty of kind of low-key being vaguely professional tonight, which is a, a surprising turn of events. Um, and, and we made very, we, very... Um, we did research. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know if I'd call it research. I'd call it I scribbled on some radio cab paper that then got soaked in to, in, in gin. So by the way, if you need a radio cab, it's five zero three two two seven one two one two. Radio cab, hook us up, please. <laughs> We're dying over here. We need you. Um, People also need a ride. <laughs> they, 
Is that your is that your advertising voice? Is that it? Hi, Morgan here. You might know me from the podcast. This is your pilot speaking. Have you ever been too drunk to walk out of a bar? Radio cabs got your back. Just fall into the back seat, tell them your address, and they will throw you out when they get there. Radio cab for all of you alcoholics. By the way, guys, don't get too drunk. And if you are especially too drunk to drive, don't drive and call Radio Cab. Call Radio Cab. (laughs) Yes, that is now my official (laughs) That is my official one. And then there's going to be Uber and Lyft drivers going, fuck you. No, they won't because they're taking all of Radio Cab's money. (laughs) Yeah, but just a little advertisement that I'm shooting towards Radio Cab. You guys got the matches. You got the tabs. They do. They They have their advertising on lock. Um... So, so we wrote down some topics we want to talk about for the idea that I came up with because, you know, in the spirit of fucking Halloween, it's it's November. Or, sorry. Whoa. Wow. It's October. <laughs> and I'm looking up in the sky. Morgan, yes. what year is it? Do you know what year it is? 2040. Where are you right now? It's 2040. Blink both eyes. <laughs> Move one side of your face, now the other. Are you good? Oh, she's done. <laughs> So this has been a great episode. Thank you for listening. We'll come back when she's out of the hospital. No, on all serious note, Stephen King, I had been reading some stuff on him lately. Um, now you're just possessed. <laughs> and now we are going on to our podcast. But hey, that ties in perfectly with Stephen King. Yes. Spooky, scary, scary things. Yes. I couldn't think of a third word, so I just did scary twice. <laughs> it's scary. It's like rap. Um... That's how you do it, right? So, you chose Stephen King as the main topic, and we're just going to kind of deep dive into the things that we love about him, um, not just in his writing, but also in his personal life. Um, Which, yeah, uh, we're going into a lot of other deeper things that I... To be fair, he also has an incredible book that is called On Writing, I believe, that's by Stephen King, and my mother has, like, six copies of it. It's really, really good. If you're, like, a burgeoning writer that wants something awesome... If like, you're a book person, like, I, I, I can I can Just devour his stuff. I can devour this as a book person. I will own one copy of the same fucking book, and own two copies, and three copies, and four copies, and five copies. I will have it on fucking tape! You'll have it on tape! <laughs> Wait, no, it's still going. <laughs> but no, uh, as, as a book lover, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have this uh, this this habit of you hear that? You yeah, hear that? no, that's great. Okay, okay. Jesus. So so I have this habit of taking my watch off and like bending it a little bit. Um, anyways, I literally just bought two lapel microphones so we don't have to deal with this shit anymore. Because <laughs> I was so infuriated from car noises. When I when I get like too in deep about something, even like I'll be talking to a manager about something at my work, and I will literally, it, I, not nothing like serious, like I'm in trouble or it's a like moment changing thing, but just because I'm the seriousness of a conversation, I will literally take my watch off and start. Boy, the watch is supposed to be on the wrist. Hello, cars on a Sunday night. Yeah. Hello, every single one of you. By the way, our favorite bus hasn't gone by yet. Well, I mean, I actually think it might be. Oh no, we got about twenty minutes before. We gotta go quick. Go quick, go quick, go quick. 15 minutes. Okay, we got this, we got this, we got this, we got this. Okay, so Stephen King, where do you want to start? Um... Wow, we you know we have a, a big list. I like uh, when ooh, I start telling you it, I okay. kind of started throwing, like, vomiting out like Stephen King list, Stephen King that, Stephen this. Oh my god, did you know Stephen King list? So um, I'm just gonna ask you questions, okay. and then you're gonna answer them, and then we'll do follow up questions. Okay, Does that sound good. okay? Okay. By the way, can I just put it in really interject really quick? Because then we're gonna talk about it. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, you know how I've been talking about this thing. <laughs> uh huh. 
So Stephen King's a fan of The Thing. I just found out that recently, by the way. Thank you so much for that tidbit. So, so now you know. You know yeah. You guys know. So now you can tell people that because it's really pertinent to the it's, conversation. Everyone's going to be like, whoa. He is? That information you just gave me. A I'm horror just mind, book? Mind blown. I would never. Stephen King liking a horror book. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life anymore. He likes the thing. Does he like Robert Lumley too? I don't know. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Kaboom. There goes oh, my God. brain. I don't know if I can continue That's about on. as facetious as I can do on this. I'm trying to be sincere really, really bad, and it's not working. Me too. Okay, stop. <laughs> Anyways. So, uh, first question. You ready for this? Okay, okay. throw it on me. So. No. Where, where did you start with Stephen King? What was, like, your earliest instance of getting into him? Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. Recollection was that my sister, my older sister. Okay. Um always jealous and I, I need to have this conversation with her at some point we had certain conversations about childhood but we've talked about your your sister before yeah so but this one she's a jerk no she, i love my sister i love my sister she's not a jerk <laughs> sorry just from the stories you've told me sorry as a child as a child oh, she yes. was a monster she was a monster but she's probably mellowed with age uh, yeah, but mind you, she and I are very close. We are. Good, and that's I, and awesome. And I love my sister. Um, I love uh, the family that she has created. That's and so that cool. Part of, so. Um, but she had this friend that she was really close friends with, and I'm not allowed to watch horror movies. I've already seen the thing, okay? But they're watching it in the other room. Uh-huh. My the room, original? The original. I would assume. Yes. That was the dumbest question I've asked all night. Sorry, keep going. No, the one before that. You know, the 2016 one. We're time travelers. I'm so sorry. I'm very tired, Morgan. By the way, it was 2017. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. It's also November. The one with Frank and Ferner in it. Um. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, uh... We're, we're wa- they're watching it and my bedroom happened to be in the basement mind you I think I've talked about this in a previous podcast I chose the basement I chose to be that one to be like I'm gonna hear some creepy shit yeah. that's another story for another time it was like how badly I wanted to live in the attic at my parents house see I would love to live in an attic that would be pretty fucking the, the cool. only sad thing is that we didn't really have an attic it was more of just like a little crawl, crawl space, space yeah. but every time I, I went mean, up like, there yeah. every like TV show with a cool hip teen in it they all had like attic rooms that I just desperately, desperately wanted. Um, and I was like, I can make this work. And then I went up there during, well, it was a summer and it was really, really warm. And our attic didn't have any vents whatsoever. Most attics don't. So, That's why houses heat up. So they don't know that. The candle was, the candles were melting. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I was like, actually, I think I'm good with my room. I'll figure it out. So I put a couch in there and was like, I'm my hip dorm room. Yeah. As like a 14 year old. Anyways. But so no, you so lived in the basement. I lived in the basement and she would have friends over and by you. Uh, so, so people get confused when I say Frank and Fur. I mean, Tim Curry, um, amazing actor. They're watching the movie It and kind of the rule was, and mind you, my mom was like, you stay in your room. Okay. <laughs> she didn't say it like that. But I would hope not. That's, Is your mom that's, It? <laughs> No, they should be like, come out, I got a balloon for you. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> so they're watching... You can watch all the horror movies you want. <laughs> they're watching the movie It, and I uh-huh. snuck out, and I saw bits and parts of it. And I have no idea what is going on. And mind you, I'm watching some intense moments that my sister and her friend were getting spooked about. I'm watching them as they're happening. Yeah. And just kind of like, okay, what, and... What, uh, what 
how old were you? Oh, God. Um, they were, I don't know if they were in middle school or fresh. I wasn't in middle school, so I, I was in elementary school. So they were middle school, and I, and I was in elementary school. So younger than 11. Younger than 11, and I was freaking out, trying to be like, what's going on out there? <laughs> like, I'm cool. I can hang with you guys. I'm just going to go hide over by these fucking chairs and mm-hmm. try getting closer and closer. And I... Uh, I just, I, I distinctly remember saying I got a balloon for you. Uh-huh. And, and there's clowns in it. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, I, mind you, I've never been afraid of clowns. I, I just, I, mind you, there's a fascination. I, all I think of like circus and I think of going to a fair and all stuff. I think of, I think normal things, but a lot of people, apparently that's not normal. I think of House of a Thousand Corpses, but sure. Okay. Okay. But you know, that's later years. That's or later years. Devil's Rejects. Yeah, okay. I love Rob Zombie, by the way. Um, <laughs> As an aside, yeah, totally. <laughs> Side note, um, but no, that's when I first saw it. Rob like, Zombie, come come hang out with us. Yeah. Oh my god, we that would alcohol. be such a good podcast. We have alcohol. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to like convince. Uh, does Please. that good convincing thing? Is we have that alcohol? good? No, it's not. But <laughs> I got a balloon for you. <laughs> come yes. down here, Georgie. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Take the balloon, Rob. I like Bill Skarsgård's version of it. I do. Uh, uh, Pennywise. Yeah. Um, he Bill, had a lot to live up to as well. Bill Skarsgård, as I, I think I feel like I'm butchering the name as I'm... Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Yeah. Because I'm trying to learn Swedish. His brother's on True Blood. Time. You know who his dad is? No. Oh my god! Oh, okay. wait. <laughs> no. Let me show you a picture. I got really excited for a second because I thought I did, but I don't. We're getting so off topic. Remember that beginning bit where we were like, we wrote stuff down and we're going to be really professional. We're going to stay on topic. Sorry, guys. That's not what's happening one bit because we got real excited about other things because this is what always happens all the time forever. So you snuck out. You were watching watching it it as like a nine year old. I could be eight or nine or ten. Boy, that's real, real young, Morgan. But mind you, I've, I've seen other things that were creepier than that. Um, I, I, in real life or movie wise? Movie. <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So I'm watching it and. Um, was that you are watching they, it, the movie, or yes, you're watching, I was watching it? It. it. I was okay. watching it. Great. IT, like in yes. parentheses. But, um, so all I'm, caps. I'm watching it, all caps. As I'm watching it, and I don't understand why they're getting so freaked out. And mind you, there's this clown in there, and there's like these intense scenes. Yeah. And I'm just not getting it. Maybe it's because I didn't watch it from the beginning. And like, there's there's kids in the movie, so I'm like, this isn't a scary movie because there's obviously kids in it. Mind you, yeah. I have seen some scary things that were kid based. And mind you, if you watch it now, it's kind of cheesy. But back then, it scared the shit out of me. It's like the Goonies, but with a clown. What's so weird about this? It's like the tree, uh, the clubhouse. Kids or the one that the I told one you about. that we talked about previously. That, yeah, yeah. Okay, but uh, that's a side note for a different podcast. Sorry, um, but anyways, so I'm watching. It, I don't know why they're scared. So I can draw, not that well at that time. I can't say that I'm good this time either. I <laughs> am so uncomfortable with where this story is going. But continue. So I have some art supplies, and I go in my room, and I have this little book that can tell you how to draw like bears and um, birds and different uh, animals. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But. Mm-hmm. Clowns are very fucking easy to draw, in my opinion. And mind you, I detailed this clown. I fucking detailed You put him. a lot of detail. You put I a lot put of work some in there. I glitter, like, polka dots. And, wow. And I did have that red balloon. And mind you... Yikes! I don't know if it's because I couldn't spell certain things. Um, I wrote, I have a balloon for you or something. Like, something simple. I was like, I got a balloon for you there, blah, blah, blah. 
So, like, you know, punctuation and whatever. So, or, If I had been your mother, I would have lit your room on fire. <laughs> if I had found that, I would have been like, nope, this is based on true stories that happen. She's got to go. So, I, I drew this balloon and I decorated it. Mind you, it was drawn on a notebook paper. Oh, my God. And with a three-ring hole... Um, and, and it's fucking haunted now, by the way. And mind you, it, to me, it didn't look that scary. But I'm like, the, mind you, the, when I'm looking at the movie and I'm seeing Tim Curry uh-huh. and I'm drawing this, I'm like, I'm not seeing something scare factor wise. Okay. Um, the things that scared me back then still haunt me t- somewhat today, like of what actually scares me in horror movies. So I draw this this clown with a balloon and I'm like, I, I, you know, I'm writing the caption on there. They go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I sneak out there and I put it. It's a pop-out bed, by the way, which there's many stories that pop-out bed because we play Titanic on it. Keep going. Really quick. The Titanic story is uh, someone goes to the end of the pop-out bed, lifts it up, and you have to try climbing to the top before it collapses in. We broke the bed. <laughs> Sounds about right. But mind you, it's pretty fun. Can we get back to Anyways, this, this so horror? I take, I take this notebook piece of paper with the clown on it and the caption, oh, and I, I sneak it and I put it on the bed. Um, while they're sleeping, and then I go. So to, you're a monster. So mind you, I'm very young at this time, and I don't think I'm doing anything weird because mind you, they got freaked out about something, and I don't understand why they're getting freaked out. Morgan, that's a crime. <clears throat> that's that's a crime. You okay. are. A, you, that is. A I don't hor- know why they got upset that I stabbed them twenty seven. That times is a stomach, horror but- crime. Well, you had to do odd numbers, otherwise it doesn't work. Anyways, so, that's beside the point. So <laughs> you just casually. So I sat. casually put it in there. And I heard a scream the next morning from my sister's friend. A children's drawing. (laughs) Oh my god, I didn't even think of that. (laughs) Of what arguably is most likely Pennywise (laughs) with the balloon attached and some glitter glue. I had it to a tee, like the hair. Here's a red balloon. Like everything. If I was handed that, I would leave my country. So I put that on there. I hear a scream. My sister, I think, you know, obviously knew it was me. Because she's not, like, she's not freaked out. But her friend is like, what in the literal fuck? Like, what is going on? I so hope you denied this and just turned it into the greatest <clears throat> prank in the history of the world. Well, it never, nothing ever came of it. I ended up taking the drawing back. Just some long-term trauma. It, I ended up getting the drawing back because I think it was like thrown on the floor and I'm like but that's a masterpiece I think that's beautiful like what uh, I created it's got sparkles on it look it's so pretty <laughs> can we put this on the fridge mom and dad nope you know and to be honest like I hope I can find it if I still have it because if I still have it you'll see it it's literally just a little kid's like I got a balloon for you <laughs> I, uh, I I'm flabbergasted by the, like I legitimately don't know how to respond to this conversation because right now, honestly, if I were to be handed a children's drawing of Pennywise <laughs> by a child, I might kill a child, Morgan. Well, and just like brief side note on like the whole clown fear factor or whatever, I remember bringing it up with someone and be like, "What is so scary about clowns? Come on, it reminds me of a carnival, a circus. It reminds me of places that like." As a child, we went to certain things, but we didn't... I, I feel like there was magic that was being missed, but mind you, there really wasn't. Like, you saw it all. But, no, what, what I'm getting at, though, is... Okay. What is so scary? Because clowns don't scare me, and someone told me, he goes, there is a full-grown man... Uh-huh. ...dressed in a clown suit... Uh-huh. ...at kids' events... Uh-huh. 
And then it dawned on me when I watched it again. Some people have the fear of, like, child molesters and things like that. Because if you look at the new Pennywise, it's just a fucking scary-ass clown. And when you look at Tim Curry's It, Pennywise. Yeah. You do see a very much child molester It's mentality. a little more pedophilic. But then he's also, like, that other thing where people are afraid of clowns. But mind you, when the person said that, like, I, I never thought of that concept of, like, there's a full-grown man dressed in blank and blank and blank. You know, coming from theater background. Yeah. You know, we're both S fans. Well, I think I think that as far as Pennywise is concerned, it comes down to the fact that he's inflicting bodily harm on people. I think when I see regular yeah. clown and and the way that he's portrayed is not how a traditional clown would and be portrayed. And mind you, portrayed. for that for for Stephen King's it, that's that's what it is. But mind you, when people like I hate it's like uh, when you're gonna watch a movie that you hate that phobia, that you hate that phobia, you're gonna go watch a movie because of that phobia. I think people generalize, oh, it's a clown movie, it's a clown movie. That is actually not what the movie's about. No. It has, it, like, yes, there's a clown in it, but that's not what it's about. That's not what, like... It's about a demon from another realm that's terrorizing a town and, and yeah. has to use... Comes back every 27 years. It has to use the, By the souls way, of children. By the way, it came back 27 years ago, or it comes back 27... Okay, so 1990... Wait, hold the phone. I'll be 27. Did it, did it drop 27 years after the original did? Yeah, it did. I so hope they did that on purpose. I believe they so. They have to have they, done they that on purpose. So. The, reason, the reason being is, like, I was born in 1990. I'll yeah. 27 in a short little while. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's kind of like, it's like Twin Peaks <laughs> status, where it's like, oh... We've already we'll, talked about Twin Peaks. Yeah, that. Be, uh, back, uh-huh. be back in 21 years, and then... Yep. Um, jerk off to each other. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> uh, no offense, Twin Peaks, as I go back to... Let's go to... But now, going back to, like, you know, um, Stephanie Meyer, which I wanted to bring this up to you, by the way. Um, Wiz Khalifa? What is his name? Wiz Khalifa? Khalifa, sorry. Um, he um, was on the People versus. Uh, there's a thing that I've been watching. People versus Doug Benson? No, pe- the People versus, and then it goes against the person. Oh, he was okay. reading comments on YouTube, and he said something that was very, very important to things that we have talked about. Mind you, I don't know his Wiz music. Wiz Khalifa did? Yes. Mind you, I don't know his music. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, I, uh, he's really into <clears throat> weed. Okay. Um, but I don't know his music, but he did say something about the, on the realms of when we talk about uh, Stephanie Meyer is like we can say that she fucking sucks and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, what we did talk about is we have high respect because the fact that she went out and she did what she wanted. Yeah. And uh, he had some some very, 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 very kind words about what he does as his career. And, like, he's just out there doing his thing. Yeah. Well, and, let's talk about the fact that Stephen King... Oh, my God. It's our favorite truck. It is our favorite truck. Yeah, they are. <laughs> right on time, guys. Woo! I think we need to, like, fucking, like, come up with a sign, like, welcome to Halsey. We just, we need to have a sign that's like, thank you for ruining our podcast. <laughs> With a smiley face. That yeah. Guy, that like, guy's doing his job. Like a winky smiley face. He's just like, I don't, what are you doing? She, it, mind you, I, okay, just thought of something. When I, when I, when I make it and we have a film, that truck has to go by in many scenes. <laughs> oh, all of them. And I will say this much, Morgan, we're so off topic, but that's what's Anyways, going back, going back. Um... 
Uh, let's roll it back in to Wiz Khalifa talking about creating things. Creating uh, let's things talk about Stephen King. So yeah, we got we. I already went over a Wiz Khalifa like. Um, he you know. created things, and he created. Mind you, things. The, the words that he said though is respecting people and all that stuff. Because, yeah. Because you can hate some, some things, things that people do. Anyways, um, back with Stephen King. First recollection of Stephen King was the question. Was it? It was it. Yeah. And I was sneak watching it because I already had seen the thing. Sure. Which we had talked about. Arguably a scarier um, horror movie. The Thing? Yeah. I would put it up there. You know, I... I, I definitely wouldn't <clears throat> equate it to It in I terms didn't, of fear. I didn't like the adaptation of It with Tim Curry as, like, it scared me. Um, it didn't. It was super campy. Uh, I mean, it had its moments. It still has its moments. But, I mean... There's a, like, decapitated head in the fridge that talks to them, and it's spooky scary, and it's like, okay, all right. But yeah, no, so I think that's, like, first recollection is it. Recollection is it. Yeah, um, of, of, like, of Stephen King, to be particular. Um, then, then the, like, one of the, sorry, one of my favorites, because, uh, you know, I go back to if a story can make you feel something. Uh-huh. Storm of the Century. I've never actually read it. What's so, the basic synopsis? Basically, they're on an island. Paint a picture. They're on an island uh-huh. um, off of a coast. Is it about a storm? <clears throat> it is. <laughs> it happens to be about a storm. Shut the front door. I know, right? Um, so it's about a storm. You are and, blowing my um, gourd. That's ridiculous. There is a dead body that's found in a gentleman, a stranger. Sorry, I don't want to say gentleman, a stranger has entered town. In a Stephen King mo- novel? Yes. Isn't that fascinating? A dead body? Yes. No. It's the first time it's ever happened. Yep. <laughs> so a, a stranger comes to town, and the storm is about to happen, so mm-hmm. they're trying to all close in. Okay. But then people start dying, disappearing, and all stuff. But they capture this guy. It sounds like an Ag- Agatha Christie novel, but okay. Uh, the adaptation that I saw, which was a... Are you a, sure this is not Murder, She Wrote? Don't diss on Murder, She Wrote. Okay? Oh, I, I'm I grew not, up I'm on not, that I'm shit. Not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Well, I love that show. Like, don't get me wrong. By the way, I love the intro. Like, that will never get old watching. Just just watching that. Just oh, watching no, that. Oh, no, it's a great movie. Uh, or a great series, rather. Uh, <laughs> a great movie. <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, um, no, Storm of the Century. Uh, Can so we have a Murder, She Wrote remake The movie? Devil That'd is there to capture something. Oh, the Devil's there. The Devil. That's, Satan that himself. Is, that is the, the mysterious man that appears when the storm is about to happen, but the, no one knows who on. They're on a small island. Is this, by any chance, Randall Flagg and or the Man in Black, who shows up in... Um, he, he shows up in uh, The Stand... And also in the Dark Tower series, because oh. that would be really interesting. You know what? And I not... honestly haven't seen the the Tower series, to be honest. Um, oh, that is him! That is, oh, wait, no, I, wait, just, I just typed in the Storm of the Century. <laughs> okay. And I was like, that's his face! <laughs> You're doing great. Okay. Um, so, Let's see. that is Satan. Okay, so it's... Uh, okay, well, it's definitely not... Oh, man, that's that's a bummer. Oh, well, mm-hmm. it would have been cool. Anyways, so Storm of the Century is all about Satan, all about these things. And Basically, was that your first written, like, That was read-through? one of... I can't honestly remember which one I read first. Um, I can't. Oh, God. Mine was The Stand. And I was later on into the Stephen King train. Like, I there saw... There was some stuff in middle school that, like... You know, part of like the fear, I guess, of reading some some 
novels or short story stuff is that sometimes like stuff that like I, you know, I was constantly over you know like one 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 like yeah, yeah, getting yeah, another yeah. book getting another book that some stories kind of combine themselves some movies combine themselves yeah that there I, I, I know that I've read many of Stephen King's works that I <sighs> they all kind of blend together a little bit not that they necessarily blend together because they're also going to blend together with Nancy Drew. And mind you, there are some Nancy Drew novels. There are certain particular ones, and I'm like, that is scary as shit. King. <laughs> Hit the pause button on this VHS of life. How do you go from Stephen King to Nancy Drew? <laughs> there was Morgan? a Morgan. Oh, there's a rat. There's a rat. Oh my god, it just went like somewhere behind you. It's fine. It was big. Sorry. Okay, I'm not afraid of rats, guys. No. It's kind no. of the uh, perfect little. Uh, visual for <laughs> for Stephen King, isn't it? Huh. Maybe, maybe. That. No, it's more of like the rat is on you and then you're screaming, not like there's a rat, there's a rat, it's running at you, it's running it's at you. It's just a cute little rat, it's fine. <clears throat> but no, there, there was many things in uh, middle school in particular was when I started delving into a lot of things. I wanted to learn about religions. Sure. Uh, you know, I had many different Bibles or things of, well, Bible... Based things. Bible things. Bible. Uh, but no, Bible based things that were from different religions. And I just, it was so fascinating to me. I got the, um, the Satanic Bible, I think, was one of my favorite ones reading from Anton Hey, Bay. Morgan, quiz, uh, quick question. What yeah. does this have to do with Stephen King? It's getting there. You're getting there? Yes. Okay. I will travel down Nancy this rabbit Drew. hole with you. It's going with Nancy Drew and everything. Um, but basically, reading all these different things, because, uh, you know, as a reader, mm-hmm. you're going to the different worlds. And a lot of times when you're just like, uh, for me, I was like over and delving into so many different worlds. Okay. Creating horror because okay. I was open up to different things. Before. Did books ever actually scare you? Yes. Really? So, yeah, I'm such a visual person that when I read Stephen King for the first time, like, The Stand, don't get me wrong, there were moments of it that were, like, fascinatingly yeah. macabre and dark, and I did really, that, that kind of made me like, ugh, that's, that's weird. Um, Brian, uh, Robert Lumley, who wrote the Necromancer series, mm-hmm. um, was one of the very few writers as well who I've been like, ugh, that makes me uncomfortable. Um, but no, so... But that being said, because I'm such a visual person... Like, his novels never really, like, hardcore frightened me. Well, the thing is, I was, like, uh, just being a storyteller myself, even, like, second grade is when I decided, and I remember sure. the specific moment, well, that will be a different conversation, but... Okay. Um, having knowledge of different things, even watching things on television or a movie... Yeah. When I read things, it's just, like, I'm there. I'm, I'm physically there. A lot of people do that when they read. But yeah. I'm so in deep with so much stuff yeah. that I'm just, I'm there. And then when I walk away from it, it's like, there, there's like, there was so much weight given to me or something. Sure. You know? So when I read all these different books, uh, middle school was a very, very big turning point in that. Elementary school, Harry Potter was introduced. Of course. So. Um, so that's a thing. Nancy Drew was introduced to. My genie Nancy Drew was one of the first... Are there, and I can't remember the, it was kind of a, a scholastic book. They're like, what, 10 pages mm-hmm. long and they had something in there. Um, it was like buy two and you get a free ruler. Or yeah, anything. something like that. Or like, you get glitter. You <laughs> Your get parents free, will love everything. You get a new bookmark. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, and then, of course, the, the Hobbit, Lord of the Rings. Yep. So, what I'm relating back to this is Stephen King is that when I've read his works, it's like just already being delved, like words written on paper. 
you know, a lot of people, they'll, like, that's what I love about people talking about stories is like, oh, it took me to a different place. When I go to that different place, it's fucking like, I, I feel like I'm very, very, very deep under sea. You know, seeing something that, you know, I'm like, did you read that? How did you feel about it? Sure. Um, and people describing it, I'm like, oh, I felt the same way. But I feel like I'm like so much more like involved in it. Yeah. <clears throat> Or maybe I'm just more psychotic. I don't know. Maybe one of the I don't two. think it has to do with psychosis. I think it has everything to do with the fact that you have a very active imagination. And while I also have an active imagination, whenever I read something, my immediate first reaction is to go, but what would this look like? In person. In person, visually. How would I interpret this? Well, like, and, and I mean, that is such a great thing about books is that you're allowed to do that. But it's also one of the downfalls for me is that there are so many different ways I can interpret it that actually picking one is a little difficult. So when I get to horror books where it's like, this, and you walk into this dark room and it's brutal and, and everything's bleak and there's blood dripping from the walls and there's a wine bottle, but it's not a wine bottle, it's made out of human bones. And, and I think, like... That um, never really, like... That never changed anything. Yeah, never. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, it's a room with blood and a wine bottle made of bones. Whoops. I think, like, the the first book, um, this is so Portlander, what's going on across us here right now, we have literally a boom box. A boom box, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll just wait it out, yeah? Um, well, we can talk about it. There's literally a boom box, and they're walking in, in a uh, um, entourage, and they're dancing, dressed as Portlanders, however they dress, and uh, walking by. Anyways... I think the first book that, after, like, middle school, getting really in-depth with it, is, like, yep. you know, again, I'm that person that judges a book by their cover, uh-huh. because you chose that cover for a fucking reason, excite me. Yeah, um, sure. I got uh, Infernal Angel by Edward Lee. I was literally looking for some other religious books <laughs> in the religious section, and there's his book, which is a fiction novel about heaven and hell. Yeah. So I pick it up, I look at the cover, and I'm like... Mind you, I'm not under. I didn't even read the back. I didn't even read anything. I just saw the cover and, and you were like, "Yep, done." And I'm like, "Holy shit! This must be a great fucking book about religion." Was it? <laughs> it actually like uh, I I've, I've read it many 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 times. I I love Edward Lee because he is so disgusting. He he like he okay. he he writes things that get under your skin. But to me, the reason why it gets under my skin is because at that time period, there's reading. But I can still read it today and be go, "That's gross." Yeah, you're gross write more (laughs) I would love to actually talk about religion as it relates to Stephen King especially as far as The Stand is concerned and uh, the Dark Tower series and a lot of his other books as well he brings religion in quite often Mm -hmm. Um, or The Unknown or yeah, whichever. I like, I like, I like blanketing in that with the, like the unknown. Sure, I mean the stand is very much so. Nah, this is about uh, like religious mm-hmm. persecution. By the way, guys, Stephen King, we can talk about for days. I, we, we will go on tangents, but I can seriously talk about for days. Yeah. So, the stand. I mean, it's literally there's Las Vegas, which is the new. I I would assume he it, arguably Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay. Um, or just Gamora, because they're what is <laughs> Reno is Sodom, maybe. Sorry, go <laughs> uh, So in Colorado, there's like this beautiful, picturesque townscape where all the good people go, and they they start a community, and they're just trying to make everything work in this barren landscape where half of society has died, and. Um, he uses so much allegory to religious material without making it too preachy. Mm-hmm. 
which I think is something that I really enjoy about Stephen King and something that continually draws me to his work. Is there anything else that you can think of off the top of your dome that you're like, okay, it's a little on the nose, but it's done in a way that's clever or... or... I don't, well, I don't know what you mean by, like, particularly by that. Um, I don't know if you want to delve in Aliens for a minute. Um, Dreamcatcher. Oh, yeah, he's done Aliens a few times. Well, yeah, look at it. Tommy so. Knockers. Um... So, Which we haven't even got into, but that's a <laughs> buckwild story right there. But no, with uh, with Dreamcatcher... Um, Is it officially Aliens? I've actually only like you, seen bits seen and pieces the of the movie. Have you read the book? I've or only seen okay. bits and pieces of the movie. Okay. And I have not read the book at all. Dreamcatcher, you know... One this thing- is really bad because I'm trying to talk about Stephen King and be like, oh yeah, I love his work, I read all of it, and you're like, his most famous <laughs> ones. I'm like, nope. Well, you know, to, to, to be honest, I have not read all of his novels, so I can be on the same ground. Um, to be fair to us as well, he has a lot. He does have a lot, um, even, but... Regardless. Regardless. I am still a huge fan, and after this podcast, I think I'm going to have to find every fucking book and now fucking have it in my possession. So that is the next read, the next read, the next read, the next read. Yep. Um, kind of like Terry Pratchett with me. <laughs> gotcha. I have 13. I only need, like, 22 more. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> uh, if you hadn't been so prolific, it would have been so much easier. But no, um, the question was... The question was, are there any other books that he's written that you see some of these allegories or these ideas of the unknown or vague religious statements that, well, that you, like... I don't know, like... Because he's one of the rare authors that I've read that they use this and it doesn't make me cringe okay you know it doesn't make me like oh man you were doing so well and then you decided this could be a thing let's just throw this shit in here really (laughs) call a good day um Stephen King's not like that though no it's it's just like yeah but there are so many authors that I I mean I I don't want to list them because I don't want to blast them but, uh, you know, the day, a, read whatever you want to read. Like, that's Again, totally they, fine. They and they it, made they, it they regardless, of, regardless of however for that. good it may be. It's all subjective. No, I like Dreamcatcher because of the fact that, the, you know, and I, I like the whole idea of, like, a group of friends. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the age, whether it's a group of kid friends, teenage friends, or adult friends. Yeah. Um, that they, it's, it's, you know, I go back to, I like the... the Coming of age books, kind of thing. But oh, even as oh, an adult, oh, okay. I feel like I can't call Dreamcatcher a, calling a, a coming of age thing. But like, it's a group of friends and they're coming to battle, but their battle is really not going to be won. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. But it was, like, I like the whole like group mentality. I guess maybe because I didn't have many like group friends when I was younger. Okay. So I really like the whole thing of like writing like that. Um, he does go back to that trope a lot of like, oh, the five of us can fix this yeah. one evil. Yeah. And so I like writing in that style of like, you know, group of friends reunited or group of friends are doing this or something happened on the, you know, there's something along the way. Sure. It's a building moment or it's a, it's an ending moment or, you know, these group of friends died on this hike and then yeah. there's that one person comes to investigate. Who knows? But yeah. I, I, I really like Dreamcatcher because, um, of basically everything. Um, the, but, but <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for that, Morgan. A glowing endorsement. I'm, to... <laughs> I'm sorry, Stephen King. <laughs> Morgan Fryer move. Coming at you. 
the reason out. the reason why I love <laughs> Dreamcatcher because it's amazing. Everything. <laughs> No. That's all you need to know about it. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. No. But <laughs> well, no. Um, so let me get my thoughts straight. Okay. Um, I, never I was, straight. Was, we always go you, gaily forward. <laughs> mind you, I didn't even think of Dreamcatcher when we were writing down our notes earlier, yeah. trying to be professional. By the I, way, that's another podcast that I want to do just to totally steamroll your thing <laughs> is uh, queer culture in movies and pop culture. Okay, okay. I really want to do something Sounds like good. that. Sounds good. I got a lot on that list. And now we have it recorded, so it'll okay. actually be a thing. Well, I have a lot that I can add to the list and like uh, to talk about it. But anyways. Perfect. Um, Dreamcatcher. Friends are going out. Uh-huh. Go hunting. Uh-huh. They're meeting back up. Uh-huh. They have history in the back. Uh-huh. But also going into their childhood, kind of, you know, like the style, how, you know, it, how they filmed it. And yeah, 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 yeah. They're going back to childhood and then going back to today. Um, Duddits. Um, my dad, he is so funny. Like, he, he literally, for the longest time, I Duddits. And he put his arm up. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, you, you haven't seen Dreamcatcher, so you don't know. It's what a Dreamcatcher reference. Um, it is a Dreamcatcher reference Perfect. Um, because it's one of the characters that, um, if I don't want to like give it away, don't spoil it. Don't spoil okay. it. Don't spoil it. No spoilers. He's he's one of the characters. That are, but it's a very very good scene. It's it's a he's a char- a very very prominent character. Okay. That is um, being bullied um, at the beginning. Okay. And he's there to save the day at the Man, end. Man, that's in a lot of Stephen King movies too. And they're you know coming of age books. That's why I like kind of connected with it. But sure. Um, with that one, I just because you almost got murdered in a sleeping bag. <laughs> You know what? I, I, I That's a callback. I haven't actually thought of something. Um, on a side note, I actually haven't thought of something uh, in any of my stories. Nothing has related to that traumatic experience um, at we gotta, all. We got to fix that. Oh, you like let's Morgan. Let's make you traumatic. Like, yeah, traumatic. Let's make you traumatic. Wow. Hey Morgan, you want to relive this horrible moment in your life? Just let's make a let's book do this about so it. So you can write it. Let's, yeah. let's relive everything. So. All right, this is the part when we yell pee break and we... And I didn't even finish everything, but let's go pee. We'll, we'll get back into it. It's just going to be a short little break. So we're going to yell pee break and uh, allow you guys to go take a piddle. And we're going to get drinks and go to the bathroom as well. And then we're going to get right back into Dreamcatcher slash more Stephen King. Ready? One, two, three. Pee break. break. Okay, that was really bad, but all right. <laughs> we'll be back in a second, guys. all in one Look, hour <laughs> it snowed we can't that's not climate change there's snow what are you talking about the worms getting warmer it's literally freezing in the winter it's well so fucker cold. if you know oh my god you're taught this at a very young age if you went to school anyways hello hi welcome back hi guys welcome back sorry we went on a tangent about ketchup because it's the devil i mean fight me it all started with cinnamon sticks no you know to be fair like what you like i just i just despise ketchup so much and he will despise you 
Uh, yeah, and I also... And I'm going to use ketchup in every fucking movie that I ever make. I'm going to have a guy named just Jeremy. Just to spite me? A guy named Jeremy that is literally at the, the fucking diner and trying to hit the, the glass okay, bottle. Okay, no, you know what's going to happen? Out. Nothing's coming out, though. I'm going to have a cameo in every single one of your movies, <laughs> but it's only going to be for, like, one scene, and you have to write it in where they're at, like, a diner or a restaurant. Or It's just someone yeah, in the ketchup. back going, and there better not be any fucking ketchup! And that's the only thing I you say. You know what? That might be doable unless I do something, like futuristic or sci-fi where you can't really have ketchup in it like i can't i couldn't put ketchup no we'll be like synthetic ketchup okay okay. it'll be synth chup synth chup that's a hard word to get out of your mouth hole sounds really nasty (laughs) yeah it does that sounds like something that you do in the privacy of your bedroom so getting back to dream catcher Okay, so basically, I was, I was. Did you get your thoughts in order? I did get my thoughts in order. Okay, and let's I was kind do of this. like dip, 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 all over the place. So basically, the, the about Dreamcatcher is at the beginning. There is a group of friends, and they end up saying Duddits, um, who is a special needs kid who's okay. been beat the shit out of by these fucking horrible bullies. That's the word we use, but I I would like to use different words. But um, so they abusers, abusers, pieces Torturers. of shit sociopaths. Yep. Yeah. Worthless scum. Bad people. Um, people should die. But anyways. Bad home brace. Yep. So they ended up like just because they, they 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 <laughs> they know the difference between right and wrong. Yeah, okay. Um and so they ended up saving Duddits and um he becomes part of the gang. Oh, that's nice of them. Now you flash forward and they're going hunting in the woods and um, they're they're meeting up and it's the middle of fucking winter. <clears throat> Weird shit starts happening. Did they ever define what his uh, mental? Yes, because he is the savior. Oh, That's why so it goes is it on like to... a savant style? It's like, going on to we're like, talking about religious. Okay, so like Tommy Knockers, where the gas doesn't affect him because he's got a metal plate in his head from. Ah! I was Hi, in the bus. midst of a conversation. Hi, Rude. bus. So. <laughs> Uh, it's similar to Tommyknockers, where it the the gas from the alien things doesn't affect him because he's got a metal plate in his skull, and well, so with, he with, watches all the horrifying things with around Duddits, him. Though, um, saves him. Not giving away anything because you don't want to know. You have to read it. Um, Duddits is a very very big role, but I don't want our listeners to know either if um, they haven't read it. Okay, so I won't go into it. But the thing is, so when they're adults. Yeah. what the adults actually do without Duddits, Um and the end story of what Dreamcatcher is about sure. the whole meaning behind it uh, when, when you talk about you know aliens and shit like that holy like, shit did we just get back to our original topic yes we did um, proud of you when you talk about fucking aliens and shit like you're talking like that could be a religious thing in itself um, I'm not gonna go into like you know the Fulagaya flying spaghetti monster but there are so many different fucking things out there that you can relate a lot of different like stories or undertones or anything like that yeah sure um with dreamcatcher without giving anything away had a big fucking impact on me because of different things but also the the group and then they're adults and they're still a group i remember when i was younger i always wanted to be in like a fucking group i wanted to have that group of friends that we're gonna be friends for fucking ever there are certain... It's like we were talking about previously, where as a child yeah. I watched all of these like cartoons and like the hip teens, the, like tweens who had their attic rooms. I so desperately wanted yeah. that. It's it, you, you kind of 
live vicariously through these groups. And it was kind of frustrating because, like, I did have friends, and I basically was kind of like it was very singular. Um, you know, talking about so you had friend. <laughs> how to how to describe that is there was no group. Yeah. I I wanted to be friends with everyone. So when I invited people to my birthday party, sure. You know the incident where I almost yeah, died? The incident. We'll the incident. just call it that because I don't want to relive it because you gave me PTSD from your own Which experience. I'm fine with that incident, but um, I, I had a fucking gather of different backgrounds and clicks, and some people clicked and some people didn't. Okay. So there's always a story that mm-hmm. walked away with that, and the girls that were at those, those birthdays can contest to that. Were like, potential murderers. Well, the, the one, the one night was, yeah. Um, but I never had Did that. Did she murder her back? Which one? There was like 45 of them on me. <laughs> That's a lot of people. Morgan. There was like, there was like 15 girls there that night. There was oh, okay. So you weren't able to put a, put a name to the face. Cause you I don't know, mind you. too like, busy being suffocated you remember the, sleeping bag. The, the, how the story was is literally like I was so pissed off because everyone's having their own fucking thing. I was like, okay, yeah, and then you I'm hit him and sleeping back, and, and you I just yeah. that. But mind you, then it got quiet, so I don't know who said, "Hey, quiet!" And everyone's like, you know, it'd be hey, real, real funny without words, just like jump on her, you know, like let's do this, motioning. It was your mom. Yeah, my my parents actually my uh, my my dad. Because uh, my, mo- my mom would send my dad downstairs. And my dad, he's like, there's a bunch of girls down there. I don't want to go down there because I'm not going to listen. This is an actual Stephen King short story. I hope you understand what you're doing So my dad right would go, and he, he'd go like, Morgan? And I was like, shit, I'm in trouble again. He goes, tell him to go to bed. And I'm like, he's literally saying that to me, and they're all right there. You're tell like, him to go to bed. <laughs> I was like, dad, dad, how am I supposed to do this? Are we in an office space right now? I'm not their supervisor. I'd be at the like the fucking back end of the basement. That's what y'all are here for. But I'd be at the back end of the basement. Everyone's like in front of me, and there's like fucking keggers going on. There was no keggers. Anyways, on. anyways, regardless. Um, so no green green crusher. Wow. Wow. Is that a thing? Uh, Is that when you get really high and watch Dreamcatcher? No. The green catcher. Green <laughs> No, I've actually had trouble speaking since very, 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 very long ago. So, and Anyways. still, I try getting better at it. Uh, let's. I would like to so switch gears for a hot minute and get into his uh, his the films that were based off of him. Okay. Um, and now, that. granted, we don't have a ton of time, or we can just say screw it and do a long episode. I mean, it's our. I mean, we, c- we you it's know not like we. We do one-parters, two-parters. We do a tri- the trilogy, as I like to call it. But Yeah, but I feel like we should just make this a long one. Just wing it. Just okay. Let's just go with it. Because there's so much to talk about. I mean, King is one of those writers who he's so prolific, and he has so many different stories that you can fall on and really... He loves what he does. ...grab onto. That, and like, yeah. he has one of those backstories... Um, my favorite uh, quip of his is when he was talking to a reporter and the reporter said, your stories are really dark and like you don't ever write any children's stories or anything like that. And he went, oh no, I have the heart of a child. It's in a jar on my desk. That's one of my favorite <laughs> stories of his. Well, uh, one of the quotes that I read about him um, that you know to aspiring writers is yeah. that if you want to be a writer, uh-huh. you must do. Um, you must be. Do- Whoa! Wow! You must do two things above all others: read a lot and write a lot. There is no other way around these two things yep. that I am aware of. No yep. shortcuts. Um, that actually, like, I remember hearing that and it was like, kind of took it home. Yeah. 
Well, he's such a like because like, that's what yes, I've done. He, he writes horror. He writes these very existentially uh, like uh, psychologically traumatic stories that stick with you for a very long time. But I feel like at the end of the day, he also is one of those rare writers that's prolific and well off who remembers what it's like to be a scared struggling artist and that's why he gives back and that goes into like dollar babies do you know i do not know anything about dollar babies but please tell me more about this he writes a lot of novels but he also writes a lot of shorts oh he actually will sell you the rights for one of um his stories for a dollar to adapt it to a movie no way and then they have a film festival for that and so that is that in itself is very inspiring. Sorry about your penis. Continue. <laughs> that is that in itself is very inspiring Incredibly because of the fact inspiring. that like you know one thing I've always talked about. Um, I don't know if we talked about it much in podcasts, but if I were to make it big, my biggest goal is to give back, but also change people's life. If yeah, I if, if I had enough money, I would create businesses that would pay over minimum wage, but also give you an opportunity. If you want to go to school, I'm going to make sure your part time job with me is going to pay your pay living. Your, it's going to make your it so living. That you can do anything. Yeah. And then on the side. I'll have resources. I'm going to give my employees insurance because they fucking deserve it. I'm sorry. You don't have to work 40 hours just to get fucking basic. Um, I know different laws are fucking hopefully changing for the better. Some have in the past. but (laughs) Anyways, I don't want to get political on all of this, but um, part of what I want to do, um, his his simple, not simple. Wow. I, I hate that word I just said. His giving back is this realm mine I like to do a lot of business so I want to create things like I'm an entertainer but I want to do other things yeah Um, I want to create things that will give back but at the same time what he is doing is a huge for people who literally will never be heard yeah he goes come here let's try this let's do this my sweet little baby birds come crawl around me Papa's got some food for you and he can fly now yeah that's amazing I mean that's like not to make this all about me but it's I literally made a podcast so that I could hear my own voice um I tell people and to all the I think we have like 45 subscribers now yeah I know we're hitting it big Morgan um do you know what we start small. I'll take it. I'll take it 100%. Do you know how much he got for one of his first books? Wasn't it like $200? 300 Yeah. Oh, sorry. $35. $35. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. That's even less. It was for one of his... It was one of his stories that he got $35 well, for. Anyways, what... Like, to all of the people that are listening as well, um, if you ever have a microphone, if you have a phone... If you have any device any that can record... Any device that can record, and you're like, yes... I want to do this. I want to do these things. And you don't have the means to start your own podcast. You don't have the means to do things. I will put it out for you. 100%. Under my name, I don't care if it's good or bad. You don't see me right now, but I'm shaking my head. Like, I'm shaking my head, yes. Like, just, I, I wholeheartedly endorse any creator. And like we've been, like we've talked about previously regardless of how good or bad it is you took such a huge step in doing it that that's the most you put yourself out there regardless if you make it or you don't and i mean king is so such a such a good person for that for for that reason that he like he doesn't care if it's good or bad he's doing it because he understands that you don't create your masterpiece the first go-round 
What do you, it's like, I think 16 when he was trying to put stuff out there and he was, he ended up putting the denial uh, papers up on his wall until the wall was completely full. Um, and, you know, like in going, you know, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. That's, well, that's a, the, sure. like the people that are still living that we can talk about and yeah. they have some feedback of relevance. Yeah. Um, with Stephen King, though, he he is a true mastermind, and but he is also a true giver. He's a true family man. Yeah. Um, and the one thing that we, you and I were talking about, and I was talking with someone earlier, is uh, celebrity status. Uh, one fortunate thing that we have here in Portland is if you're a celebrity, you can come here. Yeah. Because us, us Portlanders, regardless if we lived here or we haven't, we nope. will see someone walking down the street going, that looks like such and such, and then we'll go on our merry way. Yeah. And that person... Probably 99% of the time is not that person we thought it was. But there is that off chance. And then when it is confirmed that a celebrity was here, it's after the fact. Stephen King doesn't like the, you know, from my understanding, he doesn't like the whole celebrity thing. He doesn't like the autograph thing. No. And I love that because, uh, to be honest, Jeremy, if I made it big, I literally don't want to be that fucking bitch just like, oh, this is me. I'm going to gloat and I'm going to do this. If, sure. if I'm going to go to an award seminar, I'm going to do that, but I'm going to make it very family-based because the people who backed me, the people who worked with me, they're going to be you know 100% there yeah. with me. I, I'm not going to be going to a club or going to a signing yeah. for $10,000 a piece or $50,000 just to make an appearance. No, it's like if I go to an awards <laughs> show, I mean, knock on something wood-based don't do the table because that's going to be terrible for a recording i like how you, <laughs> i was about to do it I was yeah about to like do it. preemptively morgan had her hand like so close and i was like no 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 please don't don't do don't, that don't um no <laughs> sorry <laughs> i had you <laughs> yes that's really good but like i i would take my mom i would take my parents if first and I would foremost, I would take my grandmother. Like, I would take my parents, and then honestly, if I really had to think it through, if I ever, you know, whatever happens, happens, if I ever was recognized in any way or form, um, I'd be flattered. I'd, I would be flattered more than anything, but I would take my brother, because this wouldn't exist if it weren't for him. My older brother is the brains behind everything that I do and Brendan I mean I'm gonna like throw some love your way right now because no one really knows the amount of work that you do for this podcast but it is unbelievable and we wouldn't have a like functioning website if it weren't for him we wouldn't be able to have our podcast on the actual app if it weren't for him he's the Wozniak to my jobs he is like he is the peanut butter to my chocolate and He's always been there as this person that's like, you want to do something, let's actually do it. So you and I are come, like, you know, Germany, G- Germana, Jeremy. Did you forget my name for a <laughs> no, I said Germana. <laughs> okay, Germana. Germana. Okay. <laughs> Jeremy and I have been friends. Um, oh, for a hot minute For now. a hot minute Quite now. a bit. Um, yeah. And we begin to know each other very personally. And there are so many things that, you know, just him saying that goes to, we are, we, we've talked about family. We've talked yeah. about family on personal levels and that family is very, very important. And that is another thing that I love too, is like making this podcast, just to put it out there is because the fact that we can agree on so many things, there's certain things with, you know, culture or fucking movies or anything that we can, we can disagree. And that's great because it makes, it makes for great conversation, but it comes down to the core value. Yeah. And at the end Stephen of the day, King has core value. He has core values. Oh my God. 
have you wrapped that up so nicely, Morgan? <laughs> I know, I tried my I'm best. I'm so proud of you right now. That was so... I'm shaking her hand, by the way. That was so, so good. I'm so fucking but, but proud mind of you, you right now. But that's what I love about Jeremy, because on like a, a, you know, a personal note, him and I spending many hours hanging out together, is that we can relate everything back to where we started our family and like we can have our friends and those friends can become family absolutely you know family is not just who you're related it's not to you're it's just who your you, blood who you make it's not just your blood yep and so but the core um who you are like you know we have our day jobs we have our careers we have our passions whatever it all comes down to what our core is and that is called our family yeah and so on that note do we have some final thoughts that we want to throw in there because I think we can, uh, there's a hot minute that we can cut out uh, that like, <laughs> we'll put at the end. I don't know if you guys have been listening to the end, but I like to put outtakes uh, after the final music just because it makes me <laughs> giggle. Um, but no, like, uh, I guess. Uh, with, uh, so as far as Stephen King, um, I mean, I'm sorry not to railroad you. No, 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 you're fine. Do you mind if I start? Go ahead, go ahead. Start? No, 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 you go. Are you, you sure? Go. Yeah, go okay. ahead. All right. As far as, as, Stephen, as, far, as far as Stephen <laughs> King is concerned, um, his, his writing to me has always been more based around the idea of um, friendship always, uh, uh, friendship and good and kindness and living an optimistic lifestyle always trumps evil and, and cynicism and sadness and the dark that we actively let chip away at our life. And, you know, not all of his stories end on a happy note. But, but they still all message. have this little message of keep trying. Keep trying and you'll get there eventually. And that and I think with all of his writing too and yeah. everything. So And I mean we didn't even get into half of the stuff that we wanted to talk about. We didn't get into Rose Red, which I'll just put a little quick thing in there of have you, if you've never seen Rose Red, it's one of the best miniseries that I've ever seen as far as like horror TV is concerned. It's like uh, American horror story precursor. Um, but like the best American Horror Story, it, it's like American Horror Story Hotel, or is that what it was called? It was called Hotel, the one with Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah, with Gaga. Gaga. Uh, Love the Gaga. Who the Gaga? I just who watched... just recently was here in Portland, by the way. So I also just watched her documentary <laughs> Five Foot Two. Uh, Haven't finished it yet, but I love it so far. It's real, real good. <laughs> uh, so, um. Go see Rose Red. Uh, pay money for all of Stephen King's stuff so that he can support uh, the other people that he supports. And just thank you so much personally to Stephen King for everything that you've done and everything that you've supported uh, for me in my life. I honestly uh, don't think that I would be doing some of the stuff that I do today without having snuck out to very see young it. to see it. And then drawing that clown and leaving it there while they were sleeping. Wow. Priceless memories of them waking up, or sorry, my friend, uh, my sister's friend waking up and screaming. Sure. Because that was, that was great. It was. Yeah. So, no, I, I, I loved, I loved the fact that I could make someone scream. I like to scare people, so. And I like to entertain people. All right. Well, <laughs> Morgan. Jeremy. It's so good to see you. It's good to see you, too. We will uh, continue our sci-fi podcasts it, probably in the next one, I think is when we should get back to it, because last one we did was really solid. I'm finishing up editing it. But this has been This Is Your Pilot Speaking. My name is Jeremy O'Connell. As always, my co-host, Morgan, is here. 
And uh, thank you so much for choosing us to fly with. I know there are many other podcasts you could choose, and we are so happy that you are a part of this. We will talk to you all later. Bye. Or wait. Deuces? One, two, three. Deuces! God damn it. If that becomes our catchphrase, I'm going to kill myself. Hashtag deuces. Uh, Yeah, get us that viral marketing. All right. Thank you so much, guys. We'll talk to you later. Brevity Media Group. Brevity Media Group. Dumb shows for smart people. <laughs> Millennials! Hook us up! Like, I have a serious vendetta against ketchup. It's the devil, and I what hate it. What about ranch, though? I'm okay with... Okay, so here's the thing. It's kind of like, um... Don't you put know, ranch on good things. <laughs> no, it's more like... Okay, so I know that ketchup is in barbecue. I'm aware of this, but I refuse to believe that ketchup is in I, barbecue. I'm not a fan of ketchup, though. Well, no, what I'm saying yeah. is that, like, I enjoy barbecue sauce. Okay. I do, but I hate ketchup. I know, technically speaking, ketchup is in barbecue sauce. I just refuse to believe that it is. Okay.